Do not let your hearts be troubled or afraid. These are the words today from Jesus to our graduates who are going to be sent into the world. As Jesus promises you to send the Holy Spirit of you as you go into the world. Today we welcome all of our graduates, our parents, our teachers, who have assisted the class of 2022 in coming to full maturity as they prepare to leave home for the first time. Farewells are not easy. And in today, we hear it in the first reading. We hear Jesus in the gospel giving farewell speeches. I still remember being brought off at college for the first time. That's my name. I had no idea how to wash clothes, so all my white clothes they gave me. Mom and Dad truly did know a lot of things, but did I appreciate that? Probably not as much as I should have, as they nurtured and nursed and brought me up in the family. Seniors today, I'm going to look at three different things that our Lord said on the night before he died on his last supper. Three things that if you've got to pray as you go out into the world, because Jesus is speaking to you. One of the first three things our Lord said was that all would be one. There was one church. For 1,500 some odd years. We have 34 seniors in our parish. How many are in your graduating class? 146. 146. 34 of them are here in our parish. And today I think there's 13 of you that are gathered here, if I did my math correctly. So, that all will be one, you all seniors believe in God. You're going to be going from different walks in life out into the world to different campuses. Jesus desires that all of your classmates, no matter if you go to NDSU, UAB, Newberry, University of Jamestown, that all will be one. Is that possible? All things are possible if we open our heart to God. That's why God wants you in a relationship to live as one. Now, obviously, there doesn't mean everything's going to be perfect. And our tension is that we hear in the early church or in that first reading today. You got Paul and Barnabas like one gap. You got Peter and the Jewish people in another. Tensions are starting to heat up. What do they do? They go to the Holy Spirit. To raise home. And what is the argument about? There are people who want to live the way of the Christian life, but don't want to be circumcised. Now, then, of the class of 2022, can you imagine if somebody told you you have to be circumcised to go to college? How many of you would sign up for that? A couple of you are fudgy, I would do it. Thinking about that. So Paul and Barnabas are arguing with these people who want to be one with Christ, that they don't have to do that. Peter and the Jewish people say, but well, we had to be circumcised, 
on behalf of the church. They come to the conclusion that the Holy Spirit and us have come to this conclusion, you are in mission. Thank goodness they came together, or our church might not be where it is today. The Holy Spirit guides the church. The Holy Spirit guides the church in your soul. When we go against the church in our soul, we might think it's okay. But then we wonder why is there tribulation in life? Point number two in the bold statement our Lord made on the night of the Last Supper was He said, You did not choose me, I choose you to go and bear fruit that will last. Seniors, that's our mission. That's the mission of all the people here gathered today to bear fruit for God. Why is that important? How many of you were involved in a sport in high school or extracurricular? Is that everybody? Yeah, of course. What's it like when you're not chosen to be a captain? How do you feel? I feel left out, right? If I'm not chosen to be a homecoming royalty, what goes on in my heart? I feel left out. Everybody else is smaller than I even but me, what happens? I feel left out. Now guess what Jesus said? I choose you. That's how much he loves you. You're a part of this team. And what is he calling you to be as you go out to bear fruit? He's calling you to become saints. One of the kindergartners once told me, either you're a saint or you're late. <laughs> Leave that to the mind of a kindergartner. When this world is over, you're either a saint or you're late. And that's why we want to put the capital S in front of our names. Why? Because as you're called to become saints, Jesus gives us a beautiful vision of heaven in the second reading today from the book of Revelation. That city walls of four corners with three gates on each side. Each gate has 12 angels, 12 apostles. 12 is the number Jesus starts with. But the gates are three on the north side, three on the east side, three on the south side, three on the west side, as you go to the old city of Jerusalem today. You don't need light there. You don't need electricity there. Because the Lamb is the light. Why is that so beautiful? Because this city is a heavenly Jerusalem. As a groom comes for his bride, God is coming for you. You have to stay faithful to that baptismal call that your parents made for you and that you do it in front of the congregation on your confirmation day. Now today is going to be a very bold statement that I think seniors need to hear, particularly in the year 2022, when the world seems like it's at odds. We have fighting between Russia and Ukraine. We have Jews and Muslims that are full of tension in the world. And what did Jesus say in today's gospel? Something very profound. Peace I leave with you. My peace I give to you. Not as the world gives so I give it, but I give it freely, therefore do not be afraid. What is this peace God is talking about? It's not simply believing in God. Anybody can believe in God, but if our hearts are not 
peace he wants to give. The peace the world is going to offer you is different. Because that's going to come and go with emotions. That's going to come and go with pleasure. The peace that Christ wants to give is going to be with you forever. And that's found right here on the altar as the Lamb is sacrificed for you as you receive the Lamb of God. How open is my heart to this peace? Because if God's going to promise it, He's true to His promises. So then, what takes that peace away? As you go out to call, you're going to be one thing that will take it away. What is that? Whoever you give it to, you will allow it to take from you. I remember ministering to a dying high school senior. And a dying high school senior in a room was full of peace and love. Why? The doctors are asking me, what's going on with the senior who's dying of cancer? What's going on? The nurses are asking questions. How is this city so full of peace hours before their death? And you know what the student told me as I asked them the questions? I hear this problem on the die. God's going to take care of it. No matter what the outcome is, I want to die. And that's why seniors, you have to surrender your careers, your life, to God. I was sitting here for you in 1993. Nobody ever in my high school career told me to consider what does God want you to do. I know what I want you to do. I never asked God, God, what do you want me to do in my life? High school, I played basketball. I got technical believe it or not, because we used to have to But I finally informed what God wanted is when I was overcome with the peace that God gives to me today. I entered seminary, I entered seminary reluctantly. Because I didn't want to be a priest the rest of my life. But you know what? God called me, and I thought my escape route was going to leave six weeks into the seminary so I could tell God I tried. So as I went to the seminary, I found a profound peace. My family even asked me, what has changed within you? And you know what my answer was? I challenged you. I started reading scripture every day. And for 365 times, it's not long, Jesus tells us in the gospel, do not be afraid. It wasn't until I made it my own that the fear left me. And that's why I don't fear because seniors, when you stay connected to God, peace will reign in your heart. And there are three things today I want to challenge you with as you leave home. Number one, have a daily prayer life. And scripture hopefully will be a part of it. Doesn't take that. You can take two lines and you can think about it and apply it to your life. Number two, may I see you go to confession three to four times a year? I'd like you to go more, but that's a suck. Why? Now, let me give you another example of a man I encountered who experienced the peace of God in his life for the first time. When I was in seminary, I was, one of my assignments in MS 
Are any of the teachers here? Now one, two, three, four, five, popping up, six. Thank you all seven. Thank you all for educating them in the ways of Congratulations from all of us.